All right, so we're giving this a second try. This is Adrian Harvey uh, with Chad Eldridge. I have to look at his name because I'll say it wrong, and that's my failing. Speaking of my failings, <laughs> last week we tried to record this podcast, and we said some really cool things that you would have really enjoyed over about 55 minutes. Um, and I blame the recorder. It's a Tascam DR40, and I still recommend those. Um, and I took it home and I fully checked it out. I gave it new batteries. I checked on the card. I did everything. The only conclusion I came to about why the recorder failed to record last time was the fact that there is a chance I might have not hit the record button <laughs> twice. Yes. <laughs> Even though I did fail last time, I had fun on Friday, so we discussed some good stuff, and I mean, hey, it was a good conversation, so. Exactly, and whatever we miss will eventually come into conversation again, so I'm, I'm not too, all right, I'm going to look at it again, and we are still We are still golden. recording, that's good, right. that's good. Nobody touch anything. <laughs> all right, so the other cool thing is, since we talked last time, you, I believe, taught one of your mobility classes for cyclists. Yeah, it was um, it was a workshop. It's called like a proactive workshop series I'm putting together, and we did one for uh, cyclists. Me and my friend Jamie, who's a, um, a trainer okay. in the local area. She has her own little business, and we uh, it was more of just like certain things you can do as cyclists to kind of better prepare your body right. for the rigorous <laughs> time on the bike, just to kind of help you know with performance as well as some. I hate to say the word injury prevention, but yeah proactively taking the steps to get your body ready for it. So it was, a, it was, a, it was the first of many, hopefully, and uh, it, was, cool. it was just a good time just crawling around. I think <laughs> so, yeah, I think you'd like some of the pictures on Facebook. but Yeah, I did see those. Those were cool. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. Well, and it's interesting um, with cycling. You're in that very flexed position. Yes. And, you know, one of the things, I don't remember when she said this, but probably a few years ago, and it's always stuck with me, but um, Andrea Duquesne said, um, you don't want to live in the posture of your sport. Yes. And sometimes it's easy to think of something that we do that's fun and individualized, like cycling as a sport, but it really absolutely is mm -hmm. at higher levels. And then also for recreation, you guys, like when you do your rides, how many hours are you guys out there? I mean, it varies, but it can go from like two to even four to five. Like depends on how fast you are too and you right. know, what speed, the average speed's going. But mm -hmm. I mean, it all varies, but you take a very active moving specimen like ourselves and then right. attach it to a bike. Oh boy. <laughs> There's, I mean, at, at any point, if your body's not prepared for it, certain things are to start wearing down. But right. it's like any sport though. If you don't prepare your body mm -hmm. for the task at hand, things happen and that's kind of what I'm going to expose out to the, uh, the communities out there is like you got to take these proactive you know approaches to right. continue to allow you to do the things you love to do and take joy in because you have one body and if you don't take care of it <laughs> right uh, you're going to be going to be a little upset down the road so yeah. I mean they're they're planning on doing that one head transplant, but I just can't imagine those would leave um, acceptable scars for the general public. Yeah, I mean, and who are the people you're, I mean, yeah. you get to choose the head? I mean, that's the, it's like, oh man, I'm, I'm Maybe not, it's, yeah. I don't want somebody not attractive at least. Give me, right, give me right. an upgrade. Right, right. And so until we can count on that, I think it's a great idea to, yeah. you know, get these basic movement uh, skills under our belts. Yes, and it is. Take care of what we've been given. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, it got silly last week, too. You can count on that. That's probably going to get worse. I'm hyped up on coffee. Yes! <laughs> yes, we believe in coffee. It's a good thing. So, um, speaking of having fun, one of the big topics we talked about last week that um, these four walls got to enjoy was the idea of play and how, as adults, it's often difficult for us to just explore things and just figure stuff out and... Um, I had been talking to a friend locally. We went to a move nat again years ago. All this stuff from years ago, I don't know. We met up in a park after doing this one day move nat cert. We were just going to play with some of the movements. And he was telling me that you know, he'd met up with some other people and they showed up. Okay, so what's our workout? What are we doing? What's, what's the plan? You know, how many sets of how many reps? And it's so easy for us to get into that attitude as adults when sometimes what we should be doing is, hey, what happens with this? Or, you know, the eternal game of hot lava. Oh, yes, hot Which, lava. Hot lava. And, but, like, with your mobility stuff, you guys were crawling around on the floor. Were there any, like, kind of games or... I mean, it was more of just, uh, just, just explore. Like, yeah. I mean, because so many people you take them from a standing position and put them down on the ground, it's a more s safe position, but right. they're not used to being there. And it's, yeah. it's also an eye-opening, because you're thinking, oh, that looks easy. I was like, well, come down here and let's see. And right. you get down there and shaking happens, sweating oh. happens. Yeah. But like, it's more of an aspect of, yes, this is a, a crawling's a good you know, exercise for stability, mobility, everything. Right. But it's not, it gives you so many options. It's like, mm -hmm. you can go straight, you can go left, you can go right, you can go backwards, you can roll around, mm -hmm. do whatever you want. And people don't realize that something as simple and as fun as that has so many crossover benefits when it comes to life, sport, whatever. Yeah. We just tend to think the basic stuff you see all the time in the gym, which is great. Oh, yeah. But I mean, any sport or life or in general, you're not going in a straight line all the time. There's things popping out, you gotta mm -hmm. jump, swerve, move. I mean, so like, I think just getting down, like you're saying, playing around, right. not only has the benefits of physical aspects, but the mental, mm -hmm. it takes you out of, I don't care who you are, right? you can be having the worst day, you drop on the ground and start playing around, you start forgetting about some of those issues yeah. going on in life or some aches and pains go away right. or like, oh, I was mad about something before I did this. It's like, try being mad <laughs> crawling around. It's like... It's hard to do. I'm it's sure. like, I think Daniel Tosh had a joke like, oh, okay. money doesn't buy happiness, it buys a jet ski. Have you ever seen somebody upset on a jet <laughs> ski? And it's the same thing. It's like, you're taking yourself back to like right. fun atmospheres and right. things that are just, it's carefree yep. and just, and it doesn't cost anything. It's, yeah. All you need is a floor. Right, right. And, uh, but yeah, I think that people just run this, I don't know what it is, the older we get, the more we, we think that it's got to be this. It's like you go from that creative, curious child with right. no cares about what people think to then going, I can't do this because so-and-so may think this, this and that, or right. I need to have a strict schedule or this. So it's, right. it always is a good thing just to take yourself out of that position and just go to town because anything... Oh, yeah. I was like, like one of my favorite movies was The Goonies growing up, and I'd always yes. like say something like, you know, because those guys were having fun, they were exploring, well, be a Goonie of life, that's what yeah. you should be, because, I mean, you got your daily activities, but mm -hmm. just go to town and explore, I mean, yeah. so that's, I mean, that's one of my little philosophies, but, I mean... I am so glad you mentioned The Goonies. I mean, and they're making a, a, yes. another movie from it, I hear. 
Well, this um, there's about two people on the planet that know about this. Now it's going to be more. Um, one of my longtime clients, now training partners, is a huge fan of the movie The Goonies, and I like to make up silly themed workouts. And I was like, oh my god, Goonies workout. And um, so I was thinking about the movie. I need to go back and watch it again. But I had already come up with several different things that, I mean, you think about the movie and the path they traverse. Yeah. Uh, we might actually have to collaborate on this because I think with our combined resources, this might become like an all-day Goonies adventure experience or something. I mean, I'm down for that. All right. You heard it here first. Yeah, throwing a truffle shuffle and a little... Uh... <laughs> That'll do the warm-up, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to. Get everything moving. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, what we used to say in RKC, like in between your, you know, your difficult sets, you'd go and just fast and loose and you keep moving. So, all right, we've got Truffle Shuffle. Truffle Shuffle, there it is. We're, we're already starting. It's, it's right. going to be a fun time. And after that, you don't have to worry about looking silly in front of everyone because we've all looked very silly at that point. Um, I don't know if you remember the movie. I, I do. I'm going to have to come up with an alternate way to do it to, uh, you know, pretend to look cool but uh yeah uh, <laughs> the other part i liked um the uh what was it <sighs> when they're at the well of course and then yeah. you've got the big down here's our time yeah speech which uh i will randomly copy and paste and email to people because they need to hear it inspirational quote goonies never say die um but, uh, you know, one of the things I wanted to do was have people either climb or throw a rope over something and put a weight on the other side. Like, they're pulling the bucket up yeah. out of the well. That's going to be part of it. And then, of course, any sort of monkey bar type of... I mean, in that quote alone, it's our time down here is life. Yes. Like, you know, up there, our jobs, all of our stressors, right. that's whatever. But your playtime, yes. that's yours. And that's your way of just getting out of, out of your mind and... I mean, I was reading a book, is like The Mind's Way of Healing. It talks about all these different ways of just exercise and movement, how it relates to how it's actually helped a lot of, you know, mental aspect oh, disease cool. and stuff like that. I'm a little bit into it, but so yeah. far, so cool. I mean, so good, but, I mean, it's cool. to say people don't realize just exercise, not just for the physical, but right. the mental, emotional, all that kind of stuff. Oh, totally. Anytime I get too peeved about something, it's like, okay, I'm going to just go and do something, anything. It might be a couple of pull-ups. It might be, oh, I'm going to play around with this uh, mobility drill, or um, sometimes I have a rebounder, much to the horror of my neighbors uh, in my apartment. Sometimes I get that thing out, you know, and it's hard to be mad jumping on a trampoline. Oh, you can't. It's, yeah. Unless you get the really squeaky ones. I didn't. I got the one with the bungees. But, <laughs> you know. I mean, the only time you can get mad is if that's, you have those friends that try to propel you oh. off and I mean I've, it's happened to me a few times but even then you hit the ground and you pop back up and, and you get them back you get them back I mean it's payback it's a game <laughs> so yeah so that was you know that was some of the topics we discussed last time we did not get into the Goonies and we got that so I'm pretty psyched about that so oh gosh the other thing we talked about last week which was really kind of the big topic that you know, everyone kind of needs to consider um, is the idea of our own identity and if our self-identity is working for us or against us. And um, both of us had examples of other people and also with ourselves um, of how our, our own identity that we had, you know, where does it come from? Why is it that way? 
hey, if there's no good reason, let's get rid of it. Yeah. But we do it to ourselves as well. I've certainly done it. Yeah, I mean, the people got to realize is you're growing as always constantly growing. So, I mean, your identity at one point, that may be your, your thing, like your purpose. That was, mm-hmm. You love that aspect, but some people just get stuck in that aspect because a, it maybe works for them. Like, that may be, like, the big, the fat, funny guy. Like, right. everybody loves the fat, funny guy. Like, that's what most of these guys in Hollywood and their comedic aspects, like, there's right. always that one in yeah. the movie. But, I mean, it may work for you at that, asp- that time, but if you get stuck in it and don't ever, you know, look back and say, okay, that was my one part in my life. Like, I need to grow as a grow as a person or look at yourself and say, mm-hmm. okay, do I have, you know, were there other aspects of myself that I want to do? Right. Then you start that fat, funny guy it might be, you know, whatever, playing that character when he's around his people, but mm-hmm. by himself, it's like, okay, this is not who I want to be. Right. And then that's when the other stuff starts playing and to come into effect. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think identity, people need to realize you got to, you know, you got to create your own identity. Like, if you can't look at yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror and say, that's who I want to be, Right. cares about you know you know your friends are going to be there and if they're not then maybe yeah. maybe they weren't the 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 friends you actually thought they were but right. I mean it comes down to with any you know aspect is like you got to look yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror I mean we're getting all deep here but you got to look yourself self in the mirror and be happy with that or you know at least be able to look back and say okay well where do I want to go what, mm-hmm. what's my purpose and then once you find that I think everything kind of mm-hmm. falls in the falls into play but we just went very Dr. Phil I don't went uh, from Goonies to, went to Dr. Goonies Phil. to Dr. Phil. I mean, it's like a sketch comedy show or a sketch show in here, but I like sketch comedy. I mean, it's, it's good. It's <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Now, the other cool thing about all that is, um, you know, a lot of times we don't like to look at ourselves uh, in the mirror, either literally or figuratively. I mean, like, hey, what's going on here? It can be a very scary thing, and you know, it's hard to own up to. Uh, I like to say I like to take. Uh, I'll take blame, but I'll also take responsibility. For instance, I'll take the blame for possibly screwing up with the recorder last week, but I'll also take credit for, you know, doing plenty of other cool stuff, and I'm going to check to, yes, we are still still going, you know. Um, And it's also so important, as Chad mentioned, to have a, um, you know, a group of friends or even just one friend that supports what you're doing. So many times I hear from people who they want to make a change, they, you know, aren't really into their old identity that either they've assigned to themselves or others have assigned to them, and they're out to make a change, and they lose a couple pounds, and everyone starts acting weird. Um, at that point, it's time to evaluate, hey, what's, what's going on here, and to reach out and see about, you know, maybe uh, supplementing your friend's collection. Yeah. Uh, and seeing, hey, you know, sitting down, are you for me or, or, or what? Yeah, I mean, because with anything you're going after, you need a strong support system. Yeah. I mean, for it. So, like, in, like, same aspect with identity is, like, when you're growing up, you had that set of friends, but, you know, people tend to go off in their own different directions. So right. it's the same as, like, it all depends on what your aspects and your goals are. Mm-hmm. Like, you always want to have somebody in that group or some people around you that are either where you want to be mm-hmm. or going through what you're wanting to go through mm-hmm. that have that support system. And if you find those people that are like, oh, uh, you, why are you, why are you going to go exercise? Or why do you do this? And, you know, don't do that. It's like, oh, I mean, maybe they just want to hang out with you. But right. if, if that's your, you know, your close personal friend that, you know, looks out for you, they should be like, okay, supporting your, right. your aspect. And sometimes people don't realize that they're doing that. Right. 
So, I mean, it's not, I'm not saying just go get rid of all your friends that, oh, he says don't go to the gym, I'm going to get rid of this person. But, right. I mean, maybe have that conversation. Let them know here's what I'm looking to do. Right. Are you here? Mm-hmm. Are you for me? Are you against me? And if you're against me, I may not see you as often. I may right. not just cut you off. But, and then you tend to lead towards those people that are like, okay, they're either where I want to be, they're on that same mindset, they're goal-oriented, they're whatever. And those are the people you can kind of feed off of or, you know, like kind of like a mentor but not per se well and it's hard especially at the beginning to really keep your resolve because you know hey at the beginning it's hard to really this is what i want to do are you sure (gasps) oh gosh i don't know is that your final answer (gasps) you know at that point if you're trying to make that change any kind of extra unnecessary doubt is not a really good thing because gosh, you know, you're probably generating enough of your own doubt that you're fighting and, and conquering on a daily basis and that one extra, hey, let's just go watch movies and eat a bowl of Snickers bars. Uh, you know, that might just be the camel, the uh, straw, camel, uh-huh. straw that broke camel's back that day. Yeah. And you don't, you, don't, you don't need that. You need yeah. some, hey, let's go work out and grab some kind of healthy dinner afterwards for yeah. fun or i mean even even if it's as simple as at first the baby steps of not yeah. even caught let's go walk around or go yeah. walk i mean because i think when you first start any type of program it could be to get in shape weight loss mm-hmm. or people like i see a lot of people that are in pain that want to get out of it mm-hmm. the first step is do you what what is it that you want to accomplish like right. i mean granted people like i want to lose weight but what's sometimes it's easier to put an end result of mm-hmm what's what's the purpose of that weight loss is it to fit in a pair of jeans that you've wanted to fit in for a while right. that back in your day or you know do you want to get out of pain because you want to be able to be better at you know a certain sport or to play with your kids like right. sometimes if you can put that as your reasoning or right. your goal as opposed to weight loss or just getting out of pain it's a it's more of a picture like right like people tend to say i want to look like that person well oh, <laughs> that person gets pointed either maybe airbrushed if you're right. in a magazine yeah. or they they train for eight or nine hours a day or they have a you know personal chef this mm-hmm. this and that so I think the first start should be once again self-reflection what do, what is it I want mm-hmm. what do I want to get out of this right. and then you know make realistic kind of goals for yourself because mm-hmm. if you go straight from I'm this size and I can't do a pull-up Right. To, you know, in 15, you know, 15 days, what is it, 40 days, I'm going to be 100 pounds lighter, oh and I'm going to run a marathon. Like, there's got to be some sort of, right. you know, stepping stone. So you just make realistic goals and, like, mm-hmm. pictures or things you want to go after right. for yourself. And you, once you hit that one, it's like, okay, you're just steamrolling now. Okay, I can exactly. do this now. And then it makes it a lot easier as opposed to just a blanket term, I want to lose weight or right. I want to get out of pain or I want to get this. Mm-hmm. Like, you just put more of a picture on it and I think, or a, you know, an activity towards it, I think right. it makes it that much more easier to accomplish. Right, well, because all those other ideas were very abstract and yeah. it's hard to quantify. It's hard to even, I mean, even for people with really good imaginations, uh, it's hard to really picture that, you know, without some kind of, you know, concrete idea. And we're all so good at figuring out what we don't want. Like, I don't want to be this anymore. I don't want to be fat anymore. I don't want to be broke anymore. I don't want to be blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, cool. What do you want? And I realized with my own life, 
once I sat down, gosh, maybe five or six years ago, I sat down, all right, well, we know what we don't want. Mm -hmm. What do we want? Let's, let's flesh that out some. And, you know, I, I know some people like to do vision boards and stuff. I, I don't do that because... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I read all the wrong magazines or see all the wrong magazines and I'm like, ah, I don't want that. Well, what do I want? I want to be able to, to travel. I want to spend time around cool people that, you know, have similar um, interests and things like that. It's like, okay, well, all right, now that we know what we want, every day um, when I'm faced with a choice of what to do, okay, well, if I choose to do this, does that support this lifestyle and this goal of what I really want or not? And that just simple binary yes or no, boy, it makes life easy. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, is this, uh, you know, for somebody who's trying to lose weight? Well, okay, I could have this piece of cheesecake right now. Or, you know, does this support my greater goal of what I want? I want to get small enough that I can ride any roller coaster in the world which is something one of the guys I worked with um, years ago got um, started on an amazing path and he's lost over 100 pounds and he can fit into roller coasters again and you know who you are and <laughs> I love seeing all the roller coaster pictures that you post on Instagram um, you're, you're getting like mental high fives every time those go up but I mean yeah, it is the, the, sim the thing about you know what you don't want the, yeah. but what you do want and like the, I was in a similar situation because um, I got I mean I had a, ideas like I, I mean chiropractic was my first career like I was in LA for a while doing some stuff huh. enjoying life like uh, a lot of cool things happened and I came back and it was like okay I knew certain aspects of what I wanted to do mm -hmm. went to chiropractic school and even then there was a lot of questions of like oh uh, you know like why how does this work how does right. this work and I was kind of in a loss, and uh, I knew I wanted to help a lot of people. Right. I knew, you know, certain things I wanted to do, but it was just a generic thing. And mm -hmm. I, it, things weren't going my way. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like in, you know, like, there was no actual picture. And I can see it affecting me in ways of, like, not realizing it because yeah. I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. And right. I was always in the process of helping people, but, uh, like, it was affecting me, just my mood or, you know wanting to do things or just overall it like flipped me who I am almost like in a 180 like wow. complete opposite um, and it actually like I say when being around people that are you know supportive it actually took somebody to point it out to me right and just like that slap in the face to go hey you know things aren't going like you can tell you're a little you're a little off you're a little this yeah. you're a little that and I was like oh crap and I actually <laughs> had that self like mm -hmm. oh Thank you. And I actually started looking at things, and then that's when everything just started coming full circle. That's when you start realizing, right. what's my purpose? What's my, you know, what is it I want to do? And then, even then, it took it took some steps. Like, it wasn't yeah. like a, hey, one day, and then bam. It was like small, mm -hmm. small baby steps, and then now I'm where I'm at, and realizing it's on that path of like, okay, it's a big picture. I can see actual things. And, right. But I mean, it's that one thing is a lot of people don't like to yeah. actually look at themselves and realize, oh, crap what you know what Some, do I want to do like right. what, what is the exact like right. kind of thing it's that same aspect like when you're going on a with a friend let's go get something to eat what do you want to eat mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know <laughs> how about this no I don't want that. I was like well you can say no to everything right. but you have no answer exactly it's that same yeah. concept and you're just like back and forth back and forth mm -hmm. and until you okay 
let's just do this. Right. And then you have to do that with yourself and like, right. here's what I want to do. Same thing. Here's the mm -hmm. steps I need to do to take it. And before that little smack in the face, even to meeting this per like this person that did it, like I was very bad at writing out goals. Yeah. I just happened to do things and happened to do do them well. Right. But it was never like, hey, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that. So right. it's like at age thirty, I was like, Hey, ever heard about, you know, writing these goals goals down <laughs> or here's some books on self development and growth. Right. I was like, Oh and then they were thrown at me and it's like this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazon's like, thank you for that person because <sighs> our account has doubled because <laughs> of this. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, self-reflection, it's hard. Yes. But once you get in the habit of it, mm -hmm. you, you just, things start to open up. Yeah, and there's always that funny thing, and I know everyone's going to relate to this. Oh, they say to write it down. I don't need to write it down. Yeah. I don't need to do this. I don't need to quantify it. Yeah, you do. Even I do. I don't. I don't like to. And I'm like, where can I hide this piece of paper, this this privileged knowledge? You know, write it backwards. Write it in code. Password protected. Do whatever it is you have to do. I mean, it's crazy. And like, I would have never thought about like all this stuff. I'm like, nah. I, first of all, I can't read my writing. So. Oh, there you go. It's an issue. <laughs> um, I need to work on that. You do have doctor in front of your name, so that's a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, but like, like all the, some of the best books of like the people that are the most successful in life, they all say the same thing. Like right. you write it out and then once or twice say it out loud because it, yeah. it takes it away from that. It makes it more that conscious level. Like, you know, it's going on. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, back in my stupid me back in the day, I was like, oh, whatever. And then now I'm like, well, it makes sense. Right. It makes sense. Here's my thing is like, you know what? It might seem silly. Who the heck cares if it works? Yeah. It can be like hopping on one foot. Does it work? Does it get you where you want to go? Well, just, hey, give it a shot, you know? You don't have to tell anybody about it if you don't want. Yeah. And it was funny, what you were talking about earlier is something I don't think I've talked about much, but for people who generally do have a good attitude, I call it the, the dark side of stoicism. And it's great to be stoic, and there should be more stoic people in our world. However, don't let that, and you should see Chad nodding over here. Like, we need videos. This oh, is yeah. Like, wow. Um, you're going to have to do some mobility work after that <laughs> <laughs> repetitive nodding. Um, but it, it's like, okay, how much are you doing just because you're doing and going through it and coping and having a great attitude about it even, but still it's not quite exactly aiming at what you want. You're just dealing with it and being a good adult and yeah. which you should definitely do however if you're repeatedly being very unhappy in general you know at the end of the day when no one's looking and you're like man what what happened yeah i mean too like if you're not happy in your own right skin or your own life when this is with anything like right. it'd be how you look your job anything like that it tends to start as much as you want to hide it it right. tends to start reflecting. It may not happen to certain people, but it right. may be that one moment of, wow, you just snap. Right. Uh, and I mean, I, I mean, you know, I tend to be one of those people that, you know, push things down or like, not like that, but whatever. I just yeah. brush it off the shoulder. But yeah. I mean, now I've come to realize, you know, hitting them when they come makes yeah. things a lot easier. Oh, totally. And it's the same thing. Like if you're not happy with it yourself, 
Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to you know, succeed in whatever you want to do? Right. Uh, because it's gonna, there's always going to be some sort of block. Right. And it's going to be you blocking yourself. Right. And it'll end up, you know, affecting something down the line, either your training or your right. job, your relationships or something like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is, like what type of person you are, just right. <laughs> have that self-conversation. Totally. Just not in public and not out loud because then... Yeah. <laughs> Then you may be uh, institutionalized. But. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Like, it's good to have conversations with yourself at home. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We are, like, severely Dr. Filling out today. I mean, this is, yeah. I mean, wow. we've gone from 80s movies to yeah. self-reflection. Well, let's, like... <laughs> let's get into some exercise. Then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to safe let's, topics. Let's That's talk enough. movement. Let's talk movement. Yes, yes. So, anyway, another thing that Chad and I have in common is we really like kettlebell training and he's got a couple over here in the office and a nice floor that is very good for not um, denting the wood floor below it <laughs> um, and I think you know, last week we were talking a little bit about our, our favorite exercises and um, I remember what Chad's favorite exercise is but I'm gonna let him tell you uh, what it is and why uh, when it comes to kettlebells I'm just, I, got, I love the swing I mean yep. just because it can transition to so many other things but I don't know when I'm doing it. I just feel, I don't know. You just feel like a beast, and totally. uh, um, but yeah, and, and you just you get done with it, and it's like, oh, I'm just doing one, mm-hmm. you know, one movement, but yet I feel it everywhere. So right. I think it's one of those bang for your buck mm-hmm. uh, type movements, and uh, I tend to be decent at it, so it's always always fun for that matter. There you go. But well, you didn't, what was yours? I don't think you did we discuss you no. actually. We, we get into talking about the swing a lot last time, and then we didn't get over to me. And my, my favorite exercises tend to change. It tends to just be whatever I'm working on, which means I might have tricked myself into thinking it's, this is my favorite now. Um, but before we get to that, ooh, cliffhanger. Um, I wanted to, to go back a little bit with the swing. The swing is also always in my top three, mm-hmm. always, always. Um, what's neat about it is, you know, it's a lot like martial arts um, and you'll have people who don't get this or people get a little peeved about it and I've been trying to find ways to work around this idea but you know in, in our society so many times it's like oh well just just go and work out and it's this mindless thing like you just get on a treadmill and go or you just get on something and go and you don't think about it and you watch TV or you read a magazine thing about kettlebells and even you know something as simple looking <clears throat> seemingly simple as the kettlebell swing there's a lot going on in your mind um, with it and like a martial art the movement itself may be simple but you can spend a lifetime perfecting it it's like okay well I know what all the chess pieces on the chessboard do I've known that since I was three years old however um, you know you can work on the strategy of that for a lifetime um, and the same thing with, you know, martial arts. Oh, well, I know that form. What? <laughs> I know how to do that. What? No, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been swinging kettlebells for coming up on six or seven years now. And I still think, hey, there's always room for improvement with a swing. Every single time. Any chance I get to train with somebody who's like a master RKC, anytime I so much as see Andrea, Duquesne walking around. I want to hear what she's having to say because um, chances are I'm going to learn something. Um, but there's always room for improvement in the swing. Oh yeah. And it's 
once you start really getting into it and becoming aware of all your parts and pieces and what they are doing and they or what they aren't doing and the timing of it and how much power you can exert um, or you know hey what has control here the kettlebell or me I sure hope it's me that thing doesn't have a brain I've looked <laughs> um, and you know one of the things I was really proud of recently um, Dragon Door came out with a 60 kilo kettlebell and on most days I'm at or around uh, 60 kilos myself it's about 132 pounds and there's a really silly picture I took about it and put on my website where I'm on a scale and then there's it but uh, they had one of them at the health and strength conference which Chad would have loved because it was really cool and sounds like a fun time yeah, it was awesome you would have there's like four people that you guys would have chatted each other's ears off and I would have been right there with the recorder. <laughs> I'd been like, oh, this is so good. Um, but anyway, they had one in the corner and I was helping set up, and, which was great because nobody was around. I'm like, all right, you know, I don't want to just lose it with this thing in front of a bunch of important people <laughs> that I greatly respect and I'm supposed to be helping them out. But, oh, I need to swing this thing. So uh, I took it into the corner where we were unboxing it. It was in a three nested boxes and with good reason and double oh gosh I think at least four of those nylon belts around it because basically it has 132 concentrated iron cast iron right in there so I take it out of the box and um, I was like oh cool well there's a body weight deadlift that was easy and get two of these I'll do double body weight deadlifts we only had one so I started with a swing with it and I hadn't really swung any of the other reasonably sized kettlebells uh, they had there that day, but I was pretty warmed up from, from uh, carrying stuff. And I made sure, because I learned this lesson a long time ago, is, um, you want to be very engaged, of course, with it. And um, you know, you want to throw it back as hard as you can to really get as much momentum as you can. And then when you bring it up with heavy kettlebells, when you're my size, I'm 5'3", um, I don't think about bringing it up super high on that first swing necessarily. I think in my mind, belt height, which may or may not even respond to reality. But the main thing was I wanted to get it, you know, a little bit higher. And it was really, it was a good thing I did that because it got up to a certain point and that was very cool. And that was kind of as far as it was gonna go before gravity took over and said, oh, hey, I weigh the same as you, we're going this way. <laughs> and uh, so that, it was great to be able to actually swing it. And I did like, you know, a couple of different sets of five reps with it. And again, not getting it chest height like I normally would. Yeah. But we tell you, it was still, uh, you know, whew. <laughs> I'm people think, oh, whatever, but you do, you do a few of those bad boys. Oh, yeah. You're spent. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, when are we getting lunch? <laughs> yeah. I'm exhausted now. What's, yeah. What's going on here? But, I mean, but the whole point about the mastering yeah. the art of it, or I think that's with not only just the kettlebell swing or anything else, mm -hmm. it's people tend to think, I'm, I'm good at this, and just stop. There's right. always room improvement for everything. Everything. And, and, like, it's always good, like, to have somebody take a look at you that may either right. have more experience with it or know more, right. um, just to pick those small pieces apart. Right. And that's what I think is, you know, like for me, I, I love that because I, I want to find out my little faults that I have so totally. I can work and totally get to where it's at. But some people take offense yeah. to that. And I just want you know, people to break that down is yeah. 
no one's picking on you when they do no, those things. No. Like it, I'll tend to do sometimes if I walk into a gym or something, I see something, like I want to say something and I don't. It's that one like, yeah. do you offend them if you say it or am I stepping on toes? But like if people come up to you in those aspects, even if you're a gym or anything and would right. point out, hey, try this. Right. Don't go in that macho, oh, I know what I'm doing. Right, I've been right. doing this for a while because, I mean, <laughs> take any type of advice, right. you know, you can because, I mean, either A, it could be keeping you from right. either, you know, being really good at it or it could keep you from not getting hurt doing it. So, right. Well, a little caveat for the ladies. Um, sometimes, uh, Chad here obviously is a dude. You've heard his voice. Sometimes, <laughs> and I've actually experienced this myself, don't take every advice because sometimes they're just trying to talk to you and it's, like, super annoying. Oh. And there's that whole thing from the pickup artists of the 90s where they come in and try to give you a, a little bit of a uh, knock to your self-esteem as if we need help with that. Um, you know, do take things with a grain of salt. Um, if you do go to a great gym and you run into people like Chad who are very accomplished and whatnot, absolutely take their advice. But, you know, don't let it get to you either. Yeah. You know, there's this... I think it's all about the approach, too. You can tell the guy that's coming oh, yeah. to hit on you. Like, yeah. First of all, he's probably not even been working out the whole time. Right. Uh, you don't know the rules. You don't know the rules or, or gosh, I don't know. I, guys don't hit on girls at the gym. It's stupid. I always get mad. Like I, I know once like New Year's eat, like New Year's started. Oh, no. People always complain, oh, the gym's going to get more yeah. packed. There's going to be people doing this and that. And I was like, well, as opposed to complaining about it all right. the time, if you see somebody that's taking like, step in and maybe say, hey, can I help you out? Or right. maybe give them some advice because right. people tend to forget that you too were that yeah. starter. Right. I don't know how many years back and, mm -hmm. you know, by you making all slight remarks or something like that, that right. may, you know, make them feel uncomfortable and right. push them away from maybe their goal of getting healthy. So right. I right. know it can be, you know, it's a weird, I mean, it, it can be a little annoying because you can tell this. I mean, I've actually been in a gym with a guy's reading the newspaper oh, no. in between sets. And I'm like, okay, you're the guy that <laughs> somebody needs to come and talk yeah. to. But if you just see somebody maybe not knowing what they're mm -hmm. doing, I mean, right. don't be a step in, maybe give yeah. them a little help, a little guidance, because, mm -hmm. you know, if you just talk crap, you right. just made them feel really, it's a hard thing to go into a gym for, you know, that's totally. first time. It's very intimidating, yeah. especially if you're new. It's a vulnerable space. And I mean, you've already taken, you, they took that chance of taking that first step and right. you go and smark or, you know, uh, say something rude or whatever, or just yeah. talk crap behind their back. Uh, it's gonna, it may it may keep them away from going after the goal. So right. but you'll know the, the, the people that you just know. are there to talk and yeah. they're on their cell phone, they're... Right. Selfieing it up. That's another thing. Oh no. <laughs> if I ever walk into a gym locker room and there's somebody taking a selfie in the mirror. Oh no, not in the locker room. Probably happens. Isn't there man rules about that? Apparently it's not. Apparently there's not. So, well, we have wandered greatly. Um, <laughs> so, coming from the kettlebell swing, um, kettlebell swing is definitely my top three. Of course, the pull up is oh. way up there. Yes. Um, I think. If I wasn't allowed to do more than two exercises for the rest of my life, it would be swings and pull-ups, um, just because those two accomplish a lot. If I ever don't have a lot of time, guess what? Swings and pull-ups. Yes. Um, you know, it may, might be just like sets of five pull-ups and might be sets of 20 swings, depending on what kettlebell I have handy, which, you know, is the other great thing about the kettlebell swing. Like, he's got an assortment of kettlebells over here, various sizes. And depending on what they are, even if you have a, a light kettlebell, you can still get some work in. Um, if you have a heavy kettlebell, you can 
absolutely still get some work in as long as you're comfortable swinging it. And if you're not, hey, do some deadlifts. Yes. Do some carries. I love heavy carries. Um, you know, right now it's like we do mismatched heavy carries uh, with my small group sometimes and mismatched uh, not really on purpose it's just because this is what we have you know <laughs> grab a 48 kilo in one hand grab a 40 kilo in the other and go take a hike put them down turn around come back and you'll feel like your fingers are longer yes if, if you're us but uh it, it's really fun with those carries because a lot of times it's you know i'll just put them out put out a couple of different choices There'll be like a slightly lighter choice or a heavier choice. And it always cracks me up every now and then somebody will pick the lighter one because they're kind of spent for that round. And they're like, oh, I have to use the lighter one. And, and I'm like, you forgot your math. Do you know how much that actually still was? And they're like, oh, right. I'm like, it's still 100 pounds. Hey, come on. You're good. You're doing great. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Something like the simplest moves can mm. get the best effect like yeah. I mean I'm a big fan of the pull-up as well and prior to a couple like about a year ago I sucked at the pull-up I mean I had some restrictions that kept okay. me and then but now like it's I mean I just love to pop them out but it's one of those things too like it's progressions like there's right. three people that go to the cheat yeah. swinging and stuff like that if you want to get a good workout right strict pull-ups would just totally I mean just tear you up not tear you up in a bad way but in a like, good way. In a good, in a good way. Yeah. Like the carry, like, like yeah. is it Dan John's always, like he's oh, yeah. a, he loves the carry. Yes. Good old fashioned basic things like in his book, Easy Strength, that everyone loves. And if you haven't checked it out, you totally need to check it out because it's awesome. Um, I think it's, you pick five exercises and you work on those five exercises and they can be basic, basic stuff and you will improve. Yes. Um, just in life and your sport. I mean, general strength, usable, real-world strength. And I love carries for that. Because it's not like, you're not just picking up something willy-nilly. I mean, you, you pick it up, you figure out where your shoulders need to be. Um, you work on your posture at that point. You absolutely should, because uh, otherwise it's injury time. <laughs> um, you know, there are real unavoidable consequences to doing a carry incorrectly. And you know the good news is you'll know the right way to do it when you pick them up. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully, you know keeping your your back supported by your abs, keeping everything nice and active and supported. And the carries are just so I don't know. I love to do different kinds of carries. Like we'll pick them up suitcase carries. We'll do racked carries. We'll do you know one. Last week we were doing this was brutal. Pick up a you know reasonably heavy kettlebell mm -hmm. for you. Clean it. Just one on one side. So you've got that uneven racked carry. Take a walk with that. I mean, I was doing that with uh, 28 kilos, which for my body size is pretty significant. And uh, it was great. It's like, okay, I've got this kind of almost anti-rotational thing I'm having to do. I'm having to stay balanced. I want to keep my shoulders level. And so just simple stuff, picking something up and walking around with it. You know, it doesn't get much simpler than that and it has and the carryover alone like i mean women's bags or purses and stuff have gotten to the yeah. point where it's like are you going on vacation <laughs> uh but not even that you said this the stuff yeah. you just did if you're holding a baby in your hand mm -hmm. or certain things it all it all has good carryover not right. just for sport because people tend to say well I don't, i'm not an athlete i don't play a sport right but 
this all has carryover for your daily life. Like, mm-hmm. like what Nike says, like life's a sport. Like, totally. if, or if you have, or not, maybe Nike is it not Nike? Maybe it's Gatorade. Sorry, the way. <laughs> but if you, they do say if you have a, you know, if you have a body, you're an athlete, right. and people realize is, you know, just because you don't play football, baseball, or this or that, right. you still need to be prepared for whatever life has to throw at you, Absolutely. which is, you know, you you have to pick stuff up in life. You have right. to carry stuff in life. Mm-hmm. You may have to dodge you know, if you're in New York City and right. hope there's whatever. I mean, the much traffic there is there, you may have to do a sidestep and a dodge. Like, oh, big time. So people need to realize that mm-hmm. exercise mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily just have to be for weight loss or right. for sport. I mean, right. it can just better prepare you for the things you want to do in life. And right. as once people start getting that mindset, like, oh, what do I need to lift weights yeah. or lift something heavy? Well, guess what? Everything's just more fun and easier. Like, I, I ride airplanes a lot, okay? And I, you know, I, I do one roll bag, that's it, and a backpack. And I can pretty much, you know, go anywhere with that, no big deal. I wear whatever pair of shoes I'm going to wear, and that's that. But, uh, you know, I do cram a lot of stuff into that one rollerboard bag. And it's... I guess some people think it's heavy. I don't, um, because I'm used to lifting things overhead. But you know, so many people struggle to put bags in that little overhead bin. And for me, half the time I almost one-handed, yeah. you know. And I've had to pass bags to people, and uh, you know, it's like no big deal. I've just got it straight up over my head. I hand it to the bewildered man, and uh, he's like, "What?" And uh, yeah, it's uh, it just makes everything a lot easier exercising, moving around, drinking water. Like, yeah. So all your ailments that you may have mm-hmm. may not be there if you just do, just yeah. move. Like, yeah. it's, it's getting, I mean, I think people, like, especially with society now, it's like there's, I think, statistics showing that, you know, people are becoming more and more and more inactive. Yeah. Even, like, even with the kids, like we were talking about yeah. playing around in lava and being a kid, <laughs> like, I think being a kid is even harder. Right. These days, there's so many standardized tests that you have to pass to do right. this. You're not getting recessed like we talked on Friday. Right. Uh, about, you know, taking away these kids' recess just to be able to move around and clear right. their heads to be able to learn this stuff. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, I think it's, it's, if people just realized, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be much. Right. Just I mean, it, you know, people have this concept of yeah. you got to be in the gym for two hours oh, or geez. even be at a gym. Like, right. if you just get up and walk around mm-hmm. or do some push-ups mm-hmm. or, hey, there's a tree, let me hang from it, maybe do a few pull-ups yeah. or or crawl around the ground, like, you'll feel better, mm-hmm. aches and pains will go away. Like, I think what Max Shank has this five-minute flow that he does oh, yeah, in the morning. Really cool. And I think I was listening to a podcast uh, – with him and it was a Stop Chasing Pain podcast with Perry oh, yeah, Nicholson, yeah, yeah. and he was talking about how he, you know, how a lot of times people started talking about how by just doing that, their aches and pains started going away, or mm-hmm. they it woke them up. They may not need the coffee in the morning, like, right. uh, but just doing something as just five minutes of just mm-hmm. playing around, just moving around, and your body will tell you what you need. Like, right. they'll kind of guide you to what restrictions yeah. you may have or what it's right. asking or what it's, what it's wanting. So, right. like, people just realize it doesn't take. Right. A gym membership or hours of your day just to mm-hmm. get some sort of you know exercise or something in. So oh, totally. don't take that misconception. You can still do it. No <laughs> yes. excuses. Like oh, I don't have time. Well, do you have five minutes? Yeah, exactly. And and it's great to just start with something like five minutes. Okay, okay. Well, I can handle this for five. I can handle anything for five minutes, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, you know what? Start there and 
And then at the end of the five minutes, if that's enough for you that day, that's fine. But hey, chances are you can get to minute five and be like, hey, this is fun. I feel good doing this. I'm going to go for another five minutes. All right. Keep Excellent. On, yeah, keep on going. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's a, it's more of a lifestyle. And that's right. the way you have to approach some of this stuff mm-hmm. is no quick fixes. Like right. there's no magic pill. Right. The way for it to actually happen and stick in is to make it a, mm-hmm. a lifestyle, make right. it so that, oh, my God, I didn't, I didn't get my workout in today. I feel a little yeah. off. Or then, you know, maybe now you're transitioning from that to uh, maybe I do want to join this type of gym or right. maybe I want to run a marathon or right. then that's, that's just, it's just a steam rolls and starts going and that's when you're like oh I feel great right I look great right my confidence up it's I mean so it's just people need to realize you to start out you don't need tons of time or no. or if you don't you know I think that's mm-hmm. another misconception that yeah. people have so and you know what, just five minutes to kind of explore some movement check it out it's like hey that's a that's a small hurdle you know just give it a shot you know do that at home nobody's looking you know, just see what happens, yeah. and and that's that's very liberating, I think. And a lot of people stress out again with the travel. Oh my gosh, what do I do for a travel workout? I don't have this item and this item and this item and this item with me. And it's like, hey, you've got a room with a door, right? You yeah. know, you've got. That's what I love about convict conditioning. You know, for some people, it's like, hey, I can't afford to go to a gym, or I don't have time, or you know, whatever for whatever reason. It's like, you know, this is. And those, those first steps, they are simple, humble things you can do. It's like, hey, look, I made this problem, and I'm going to take care of it, too. Yeah. On your own time, you know, and the clock isn't running. It's, I don't know, there's a great, um, I don't know, there's some dignity in that. I like that a lot. You yeah. Know? So it's like, you can just get there and do the work and go on with your life and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, no, it's, there's so much that can be done now, and it seems like the more that we progress, the fewer things that we need. Yeah. Or if we do have things available to us, there's that much more we can do with them. You know, I love to ask my clients at home sometimes, you know, hey, guys, you know, I'm, I'm traveling this week. Tell me what items you have at home or what I've loaned you or whatnot. And they'll tell me, like, well, I've got this kettlebell, this kettlebell, this sandbag, or, oh, I have nothing, or I just have a pull-up bar. And I love to come up with workouts with those kind of stipulations yeah. for what, um, I mean, so to me, that's, a, that's another game. Yeah, it's you like, know? what can I do with this? I yes. mean, that sparks creativity, too. Totally. Like, I mean, like, what can I do with this? Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't need much. Right. You can... You got a body. You can use body weight. Like do a, do a sit down in a chair and get back up. That's right. Just, just squat it. Right. There you go. Well, last week I shared a video. Um, I was in Providence, and I was kind of upset at this point because I couldn't make the traveling rings go because I hadn't seen someone actually do it in real life. Yeah. I saw somebody kind of do it halfway from a distance, and when I tried it, obviously I had no idea what technique I was using. Um, so in the meantime, like, well, I'm already out here. I'm having a good time. I did some rope climbing, which I put up yesterday. Um, but they had these stumps. Um, they were very um, well-worn. So they were dry, well-worn, soft um, tree stumps that yeah. you could step on to reach things. And uh, some kids had rolled one down to reach something else. And the kids had gone. And I was like, well, 
I want to put this back up where it belongs anyway. But on the way there, I had no idea how much this thing weighed. I was like, eh, it's probably 50, 60, something like that. I picked it up. It was lighter than that, I think. <laughs> Although I've been known to pick stuff up and be like, this isn't a 50-pound bag of rice. You're lying to me. Oh, you're not. <laughs> you know. But uh, anyway, so I picked it up and realized there were all these great exercises I could put together. If I had a whole, like 10 stumps, I could have a whole group workout going on for 20 people, like, you know, at the, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And um, doing lunges with this thing. I was doing zercher carries with this thing. I was doing overhead presses with two hands because I didn't want to try to balance it. <laughs> um, but you'll see all that on the video um, with just like, oh, hey, there's a stump. I'm going to do stuff with it. You know, and, and you can do that at home. Uh, Zach Evanesh's book, um, Encyclopedia of Underground Strength and Conditioning, in the beginning, you'll find out he was training uh, high school athletes um, successfully in his backyard with rocks and tree trunks that his parents had dug up while they were um, gardening. I mean, just caveman basic stuff. And of course, when he talks about it, it sounds like the most fun thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Want to go and do it immediately? Yeah, I sound like I want to go and do See, that. See, like, yeah. yeah, let's do this. Um, but yeah, so it's like there's anything. So much is possible. I mean, because I think there's right now there's so much technology, and people think. Yeah. But I mean, people back in the days, they were yeah. they were strong. They were right. I mean, probably some of them some really brute strength going on there. They didn't have all this equipment. Like it's right. like so we always. Mm -hmm. You can do anything you want with whatever. You can turn, oh, I got a can of peas. Well, there we go. Let's turn, <laughs> there you go. Let's turn, you can turn anything into an exercise if you'd yeah. like because, I mean, you're stressing your body. So that's right. all exercise right. basically is. So it's you should funny. throw that excuse out of your... Yeah, yeah. Go in there and, uh, I mean, we all have heavy stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean, just be safe, of course, obviously. Yes. But uh, it's fun. One of the things that I would love... Um, I don't, I don't have a backyard currently, but if I did, one of the things I want is a, uh, my name for it is a rock pit, because I love to stack rocks. Yeah. I started doing that, um, I saw some people doing it in San Diego, and they of course were great at it, and these like impossible structures that you're just like, wow, that's amazing, I don't want to get anywhere near it, but I'm super impressed that you can do that. Um, so I came back and I found some rocks kind of around where I live and I would you know, make little things with them. And they, they weren't very big. That wasn't um, challenging to pick these rocks up. They're maybe like 10, 15 pounds a piece. Yeah. It's still exciting to stack, you know, how fast are your feet. Um, but I would love to have basically a little rock stacking area and uh, just for fun and carry them around come on we're talking about rocks yeah. here i mean this is not high tech and but so much fun and like and chad's like yeah 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 let's do this let's do, do you have a backyard chad <laughs> get a rock pit um but yeah i think it was a paul check had a really neat couple of articles about stacking rocks and it looked like he had some kind of rock pit which kind of gave me the idea so i should tell people winter park if you see us out in the park with rocks it's okay yeah there's so much you can do with nothing. Yeah. I think if you just realize that or and once it goes back to the, the thing is like you make it into a game. Like, oh, totally. Like in the fact because I think anybody with fitness, it should be fun. Like you should enjoy mm -hmm. doing it. Like, yeah. Um, so if it's like you're dreading going to do something, it's never going to, you're never going to stick with it. But right. if you make it a game, explore, do right. different types of stuff. Like don't be afraid to put yourself in a 
this category is I only do this, I only do that, I only I only right. do powerlifting. Like, right. I'm a powerlifter, I'm a, I'm a runner. I'm a runner, I'm, a, like, yeah. I'm like, to be able to, if you just take your step out, maybe do, try some yoga, or try right. this, or try that, like, yeah. you'd be amazed of how hard mm-hmm. it actually is. Like, people that are bodybuilders just say, right. oh, that doesn't look tough at all. When you get them in some one position, they're shaking like it's... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that's the type yeah. of stuff. I, it right. may sound sadistic, but like I like taking people that are very highly right. confident, and like they're amazing at the sport they do, and then put them in a position that looks easy, and then just see them. Warning heated. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, because it's an eye opener. It's right. like it's that's. I think that's one of those things. It's like, oh, you think you're bad? Okay, right, right. Let's, let's put you in this easy position here on the right. ground that could be just a quick stability exercise and you just start shaking your eyes go oh it's it's an eye opener literally an eye opener that shows you oh man i do have some deficiencies it's like that last test on the fms for instance yeah yeah i think we talked about that rotary stability or even the push-up test like people oh yeah like people think i do push-ups all the time not these do you do push-ups oh let me see you do a push-up yeah and let me determine a was that a push-up Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, people mm-hmm. like, oh, whatever, I can do this. You put them in that position, and it's like, oh, no. It's funny with the push-ups. I, remember I once um, did the FMS test for a friend of mine, a very accomplished trainer, trains a lot of MMA guys, and, you know, he's very strong, and, you know, again, he's been a personal trainer for years, and uh, he did the FMS push-up test, and, you know, there's a very specific way that we do it, yeah. and after that, just to like i don't know help his spirits he got down and did like a bunch of regulation <laughs> push-ups okay whew, i still got it i still got it i didn't lose that thing. yeah yeah exactly like wait a minute you know is everything i'm doing wrong it's like well no 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 but this is that that trunk stability push-up man i mean i can say it but it looks like you're like oh that's that's oh, nothing yeah. or uh, whatever like I, mean, I did Pilates for the first time. It was like my birthday week, and I was like, I'm challenging myself <laughs> to as many things nice. as possible. And I was like, I have a friend who owns a Pilates studio, and I went and tried it out, and oh my God. Like, <laughs> first of all, it was extremely, like, just getting my body to get in cer- certain these motions is right. an eye opener. It's like, oh, I need to work on this and that. Right. But I mean, the next morning, I was like, oh, I am so. I am sore. Right. I well, mean, then the neural pathways are um, also not there either. You're yeah. like, wait, I can do that. That goes there? Really? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things is like, yeah. don't get stuck in the same movement yeah. aspects. Like, yeah. change it up a bit. You'd be yeah. ma- amazed on the carryover it may have in your own in own life. But also, like, oh, I may have just found something else that I really, really enjoy doing that. I can right. change it up and yeah. you know, mix it up a bit to make your training a little bit more entertaining or fun. Totally. Well... It looks like it's still going. I'm very paranoid about it, um, <laughs> but it looks like it has recorded. And we've talked at you for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping to get the podcast back more regular. Um, I'm not sure about a schedule for it yet. I've got a lot of very big projects I'm finishing up for some other people, and there are more of those on the way, which I'm very thankful for. But uh, I'm not sure how many people are listening to the podcast at this point yet. And uh, so if you have any thoughts about the podcast, if you enjoy listening to these things, please let me know so I know to keep doing them. Um, or if you're like, hey, I'd rather read, I'd rather watch a video, let me know that too. You know, no hard feelings. I need to know this stuff. 
and I want to know how best you want to consume information and all that good stuff. So anyway, if you are in the Winter Park area and you want to get some movement checkup, you want to uh, need some type of chiropractic uh, information or services, definitely check in with Dr. Chad Eldridge. As you can see, he understands the athletic mindset. He'll know what you're going through and be able to help you out. So it's very exciting. And he has some kettlebells here too in air conditioned comfort, which (laughs) I'm very envious of. (laughs) Great. All right. Well, we will be at you again at some point soon. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for having me. It was a good time. All right. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the official GearYourGirl.com podcast. For more information and to sign up for our free newsletter, please go to G-I-R-Y-A-G-I-R-L dot com. Again, that's G-I-R-Y-A-G-I-R-L dot com.